Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Former President Donald Trump is the winner of the Republican New Hampshire primary. Trump defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Earlier, Haley said the primaries are a marathon, not a sprint, while looking ahead to the next contest. Freezing rain and snow are causing headaches for millions of Americans in the Midwest today. The National Weather Service says icy roads and possible power outages are possible from Kansas up to Maine. Illegal immigrants continue to enter the country across the southern border, but a bipartisan border deal could soon be coming. Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins says the price tag will likely pass $14 billion, but some GOP lawmakers want to see the text of the bill before they consider it. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby is calling on House Republicans to act. The idea that we don't have a plan or a strategy or we're not taking this seriously is just not borne out by the facts. And, you know, again, if the, if, if the folks in the, on the House Republican side are, are serious about border security, and they claim they are, then they should act on the supplemental request and, you know, let's negotiate this in good faith. And regarding that supplemental bill, Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell reminds everyone on the House floor. I don't want to lose track of what the rest of the supplemental is about. I mean, the world is basically at war. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby is disappointed in Boeing's recent issues that have led to United planes being grounded. Kirby saying on CNBC that Boeing needs real action to fix its reputation. The FAA launched an investigation into Boeing and ordered the grounding of close to 200 Boeing 757 MAX 9 aircraft after a door plug panel flew off an Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month. This is USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. President Biden is requesting $110 billion in total aid for Israel and Gaza, Ukraine, the Indo-Pacific, along with immigration reform. The figurative doomsday clock is staying the same this year, according to the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. 
The clock's annual update is used to represent the threat of a man-made global catastrophe. CEO of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientist, Rachel Bronson, spoke about the clock. Last year, we expressed amplified concern by moving the clock to 90 seconds to midnight, the closest to global catastrophe it has ever been. The risks of last year continue with unabated ferocity and continue to shape this year. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is in Nigeria meeting with officials to strengthen relations between the two nations. The secretary talks about Africa alongside Nigerian Foreign Affairs Yusef Tugar, saying that in part the United States is committed to strengthening genuine partnerships on the continent. Nigeria, as Africa's largest country, largest economy, largest democracy, um, is essential to that effort. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin made his first public appearance after his hospitalization on Tuesday. Austin participating in a virtual meeting Tuesday with nations providing Ukraine with military assistance. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-536-4436. That's 800-536-4436. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-536-4436. live well you knew it was going to be easy but thank you for joining in and being part of the solution i'm bill martinez at six minutes after the top of the hour americans are paying an average of a thousand dollars per month for their groceries but bidenomics is working we're told congressman bowman wants uh, what some three hundred and thirty three thousand in reparations paid to each black american regardless of their background uh you know if their heritage was had anything to do with slavery it's just if you're black you get uh, three hundred and thirty three thousand dollars uh paid to you by uncle sam uh and meanwhile joe biden is still trying to figure out uh, how to exit the stage and democrats are losing their skulls that they're um you know they're now being rather overt in talking about the possibilities of michelle obama well, we've got Liz Peake with us, Fox News contributor, and she joins us now. Hey, Liz, how you doing? Good morning. Well, uh, the prospect of Michelle Obama keeps me up at night, but I don't think it's a fantasy. I think that is, you know, I wrote about this, I don't know, seven or eight months ago. Mm-hmm. In extremis, if they are stuck with Joe Biden, and if he continues to perform as he has done, which is to say, 
horribly, you know, <laughs> abysmally. Uh, it's conceivable this nominating process on the Democratic side goes to the convention. And here's the thing, Bill, the only person who could be nominated at the very last minute uh, and win is Michelle Obama, because she mm-hmm. wouldn't have to introduce herself to the country. She'd have tons of money, without right. a doubt, available mm-hmm. to her from donors. Uh, and she has enormously high approval rating. So if you were a Democrat, that would be the dream outcome. Yes. Uh, could, could she handle the scrutiny? No, and that's another reason why nominating her at the convention makes so much sense. She could do, you know, kind of a whirlwind uh, campaign tour for a couple of months, not really say anything meaningful, not debate. God knows she mm-hmm. wouldn't want to debate. Right. Uh, and so she could kind of keep, she could have her own, uh, basement strategy, which would involve a lot of celebrities, a lot of noise and travel and gaudy affairs, and basically very few interviews. She wouldn't have to do it. I mean, look, are you, you know, obviously the media would be 100% on, on, on her side. They would not demand anything. So that's how it could play out. And, you know, I think, honestly, the only question left uh, is whether somehow Joe Biden has such a grip on establishment Democrat figures that he just won't let it happen. And I, I, you know, I just don't know. I don't know the inner workings of that circle that well. Uh, And frankly, whether Michelle Obama wants it. I mean, you know, it looks like Obama, Barack, is getting a little more out there, a little more involved. They've had a Mm -hmm. great run. I, I mean, why wouldn't she, except for the fact that she's made you know, a hundred million bucks and probably enjoying her life uh, as she should. I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's very, the, very good, very good, very good being first lady, no doubt about it. Uh, no. And, you know, and the thing is, of course, uh, here this last week, she said she's absolutely terrified uh, with yeah. the idea that uh, Donald Trump uh, could be back in the Oval Office. I mean, terrified. <laughs> so, Well, she's so, not the only one. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you and you mentioned you mentioned uh, I'm sorry, but you mentioned, uh, you know, former President Obama speaking out Axelrod as well. So some of that donor base and, uh, you know, in the dark back rooms of the Democratic Party machinations, I mean, they're seeing what everybody else is seeing. You know, the world has been seeing this uh, and the world has been paying a price as well. And not only is America, but the world has been paying a price for Joe Biden's uh, presidency. Yeah, well, look at look at what's going on in the Middle East. Yes. And I totally, now, by the way, I'm not sure Obama would have done any differently, but I credit Joe Biden uh, once again opening the door to some sort of rapprochement with the mullahs in Iran, giving oh, yeah. them billions of dollars, take, easing off the oil sanctions, etc. So Iran emerges from the first two years of Biden's presidency uh, richer, uh, more emboldened, ready to basically back uh, uh, the terror organizations with which they are allied, including Hamas, Hezbollah, and Houthis. And, of course, then <laughs> Biden doubles down by taking Houthis off the terror list, presumably to facilitate some sort of uh, uh, arrangement with the Saudis to ending the war in Yemen, and that backfired monumentally. So, you know, I think... Um, the world may be looking at Joe Biden and saying, you know, this is not working well for us. It certainly isn't working well in Europe, where Putin, again, so energized and emboldened by a weak um, President Biden that he decides to take over Ukraine. I mean, these are incredible things that have happened. And how, 
you know, how the 35 or 40 percent of Americans who approve of Biden think that he has not had his fingerprints all over this and his incompetent White House is not just mm-hmm. Biden. It's mm-hmm. also the fact that in pulling out from Afghanistan, uh, Jake Sullivan, Anthony Blinken ran that show and they ran the administration's reputation into the ground and, exactly. and left them mm-hmm. particularly vulnerable. I mean, that is a sequence of events. Uh, and, you know, I tell you what, all this crew, I, I have a piece out on the Hill about how, how Biden should fire somebody. And I really think it's right. I mean, it, mm-hmm. when you are a president so embattled and you have approval ratings that are historic, these are historically low approval ratings, worse than Donald Trump's, uh, you should fire somebody. Show the, show the country that you're mad, too. And, it, and it's not just them who are... Uh, uh, unhappy with the performance of your White House. You've got to get out there and say, no, I'm not content with this. And exactly. <laughs> there are a lot of people whose heads should roll. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, you mentioned uh, whether or not, uh, you, you know, uh, Obama's fingerprints are on this as well. Uh, clearly they are. I mean, Sullivan, uh, you know, Blinken, you know, all these uh, are former acolytes of, uh, of Obama. And so you would probably, I I agree with you, you would probably have the same results with Obama because Obama was the one that set all this up. I mean, with Iran sending money in the dark of night, uh, unmarked bills and, you know, things like that. I mean, this is just absurd. So so this was all a setup. Uh, Donald Trump interrupted their plan, you know, for four years. Uh, But, you know, again, I say experience defines preference. And the experience, experiential difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden is so glaring. Uh, I don't know how you, you, you know, you convince yourself otherwise. That's why, like you and I keep talking about that 40 percent that somehow uh, approve of Joe Biden's, uh, you know, policies and what he's done. But, you know, on, on the foreign policy level, you know, Joe Biden is doing what Joe Biden has always done. He's messed up everything in foreign policy. I don't know where he's got anything right, Liz. I mean, 50 no, I, years I, of getting it wrong. I, I agree 100 percent. And I keep looking for that one issue where I could say, in fairness, OK, he's done a good job on this. I honestly cannot find it. It seems to me that this administration has just basically been wrong footed on everything. And look, it's one thing to yell about that. The question is, can we beat him? Can we get rid of these people? Uh, exactly. And, and to your, you know, your opening salvo, if Michelle Obama's on the ticket, it's going to be very hard. Well, and and I want to talk a little bit about the strategy, just a little bit, because uh, they got to be careful. I mean, they got to be real strategic as to how they, uh, if they're dealing with Michelle Obama, how to deal with her and her popularity. Like you said, uh, you know, they got they got to be careful because it, it still needs to be about policies, and they need to, you know, take it to the bank. I think that's where they can stand strongest. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. 
Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. It was your best vacation ever. You on a beach having a great time. Then some stranger walked up and said, Hey, how'd you like to come here for the rest of your life? And then he went on and on about how much money you could save. You listened, saw his presentation, ended up signing a contract. And now, five years later, you have a timeshare you never use. But you're still paying for it. (laughs) That's the contract. But what if we could show you a legal way to end the contract and get out of your timeshare nightmare? It's called Timeshare Exit Defense. Our lawyers will work with the gigantic timeshare company lawyers and get you out of your agreement. No more maintenance fees, no more payments. <sighs> Call now. Get your free ebook to learn how to exit your timeshare. 800-296-1332. 800-296-1332. That's 800-296-1332. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances. Heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-559-7562. That's 800-559-7562. minutes after the top there we're talking with Liz Puck's news uh, contributor Liz uh, just to kind of wrap up the Michelle Obama um, you know plan here possibly uh, is that uh, what should the strategy 
uh, you know, for let's just assume, you know, Donald Trump continues what he started in in Iowa and ends up with the uh, nomination, you know, for the Republican Party. And it's not Joe Biden and Donald Trump, but it's uh, Michelle Obama and Donald Trump. How does he, uh, you know, what's the strategy to win over Michelle Obama? Well, again, I think um, I think the president, President Obama, still has a pretty good reputation, even though, in my view, it was not deserved. Uh, and I think Trump would have to go back to the policies of the Obama administration. I noticed that when Michelle is talking now about her husband's time in office, she talks about we, we did this, we did that. And I think what you take away from that is that she supports uh, the policies that he embraced. And that would include, by the way, opening the door to Iran, giving Iran lots of money. I mean, to the extent that Americans really care about or vote on foreign policy, I think his administration was just as left-footed as this as this one is, and as mm-hmm. hapless. Um, yeah. And by the way, remember, Obama was sort of notably anti-military. I mean, he fired some 200 military high-ranking uh, members of all three armed services who didn't agree with him or who had any what? sense, mm-hmm. if he had any sense of disloyalty. Some of those were very public firings of exactly. people who were really admirable members of the military. Joe Biden has done some of that, too. But I I don't know that that's a winning proposition. I mean, I think the battle will have to be, uh, again, for the hearts and minds of average Americans. And who did you you do better under? People forget the economy under Obama was sluggish, and we Mm. never had any real spark of growth because there was so monumental... Uh, yeah. regulation, kind of what like what Biden's doing now. But mm-hmm. it, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's a yeah. tough uh, matchup. Yeah, it's amazing to me, because if you remember on his exit, Obama said that, um, you know, there was no way that, you know, Donald Trump was delusional. There was no way the country could do better than 1.8 GDP, uh, two yeah. at the outside, maybe. Remember? how limiting in his perspective and understanding, because he didn't even appreciate the fact that we had all this built-up passion of going back to work. And Donald Trump opened up the gates, and look what happened. You know, people went back to work. Um, we, We made a huge dent in what I call that black market economy of people working you know, under the table, not paying taxes because they had to survive. And we've got somewhat the same thing. I mean, look at the jobs numbers. You and I talked about this last week. We got more part-time jobs. People are going back to part-time work now in order to manage this uh, this inflationary economy that we have where people are paying, you know, what, $1,000 more a month for groceries. Uh, this is yeah. untenable. But but this well, is all their policy, and this is the same thing. You're exactly right. Same thing that Obama, and you can tie Michelle, because she, she says we, you know, she wants to be associated with that. Well, let her wear that. Uh, and it wasn't very good uh, at every level, domestically and internationally. I mean, thank God Trump, when Trump came in, I, I was surprised, frankly, Liz, that Trump was able to turn around uh, America's position internationally, because Barack Obama did a lot of damage to us uh, nationally, security-wise, um, reputation-wise overseas, and that he, he was not, you know, a favored son, even as even as a, uh, um, 
you know, pro-Muslim. Let's say, let's say that. I know some people have claimed that he's not a Christian, he's a Muslim. I, you know, and they ask me, like, I don't know. All I know is that he's very familiar, you know, with, with the culture. But you would you would have thought because of his background and, and association, you know, with Muslim life and upbringing and that sort of thing, he had he would have had more of an impact. But it was Donald Trump that uh, put into motion the Abraham Accords, not Barack Obama. Absolutely. But then the Abraham Accords understood as a founding principle that Iran was the enemy. And by Mm -hmm. the way, not just the enemy of the United States, it was the enemy of the Gulf Arab states who hate Iran. So the natural alliance with Israel, Saudi Arabia, uh, Kuwait, and uh, the other Gulf states against Iran is the obvious play in the Middle East. And you have to give Jared Kushner, he's the guy that did that. I mean, uh, you know, the administration didn't want to really broadcast that, uh, but he is the fellow who, against all odds and against every official in the State Department thinking it could work, it worked. And it it was a very impressive thing, and I think it can be uh, reestablished. I mean, if we ever get out of this mess that we're in right now, uh, I had uh, the opportunity to talk to Mike Pompeo a couple of weeks ago uh, over dinner, and he, he I, number one, I was extremely cheered to hear uh, that he would probably go back, if asked, to the Trump administration. I think Mike Pompeo was an outstanding Secretary of State, very mm-hmm. brilliant guy, very brilliant guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if he were willing to serve again, I think that President Trump would be, um, you know, just an idiot not to hire him, and he's not exactly. an idiot. No, I agree. He would. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, that whole undertaking, I think, is doable. Uh, mm. But going back to the Obama, I mean, if we have to start re-scrutinizing and regrading the Obama administration, it's, it's annoying because I think we all felt like, phew, they're finally out of here. You know, exactly. now we can move forward with common sense approaches to things. But you're quite right. That will be the approach. Uh, unfortunately, there's this sort of hazy glow of America's first black president over Barack Obama's time in office, and people really aren't very discerning about what the results were. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, we, but you bring up an excellent point, and that is that they they need to be reminded of the pain they were in. Get yeah. it away from the emotional, and I understand, you know, the Democrats do a great job in presenting an emotional case. I mean, they're, you know, their word usage uh, they're, they're craftsmen, uh, with the language. Uh, they've done a great job. You, you got to give them credit for, you know, when credit is due, but uh, the bottom line is it's up to the Republican party to stay united. Like you and I've talked about before, they get so fragmented and, uh, they need to stay on point and continue to bang out these, you know, these consistent theme points and remind people of the pain that they were enduring. we got about two and a half minutes left, and I did want to address what you wrote about, and that is the um, uh, Biden's uh, trillion-dollar climate agenda is blowing up. You know, And John Kerry, you're exactly right, has a lot to answer for. Yeah, it, it's an interesting um, phenomenon that the White House has hundreds of billions, possibly as much as a trillion dollars, that can be spent on this green agenda, which right now is failing miserably. Mm-hmm. It's failing in the sense that EVs are not popular. They're not working. People don't want to rent them or buy them. That's why Hertz is dumping their rental car. It's a whole deal. They're old fleet, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and, you know, recently there have been all these stories about how you can't charge your battery if it's cold out. Well, guess what? In some parts of the country, it does get cold, so good luck driving an EV. Uh, Wind towers are being canceled because, guess what? They're totally uneconomic. Uh, we have we are not ready for the green transition that Biden uh, is funding and forcing down the throats of Americans. And the interesting thing to me is that Germany passed a Green New Deal about a decade ago, and Germany is in recession. It is in a serious recession. And one of the biggest problems they have is high energy costs that has killed exactly. their manufacturing base. Uh, and and cause that economy to just come to a halt. We are heading in the same direction. Our politicians don't want to admit it. The elites have this view that this is the number one challenge for America. It is not. Feeding and making people happier in America is the number one challenge for our politicians, and that is the thing they seem to care least about. Republicans should bang on this forever because it is a very big threat, this green agenda, to America's well-being. Well, and to your exact point, Liz, it's up to the voter to make sure that these elites can hear them now. And they've got to come out en masse in such record numbers because they're going to need to overwhelm the amount of cheating that will continue to take place in 2024. Because I don't think that we've stifled it. And I don't think we've brought it under, you know, full control. It will continue. And I don't mean to sound so cynical. That's just... uh, Oh, it will. Just the way I observe. Liz Peak, we got we got to leave it there. How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the RX Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance, and in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs, so whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now. 800-705-6581. 800-705-6581. 800-705-6581. I'm Tim Berg. Former President Donald Trump is the winner of the Republican New Hampshire primary. Trump defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Earlier, Haley said the primaries are a marathon, not a sprint, while looking ahead to the next contest. Haley adds she's not dropping out of the race and said there are dozens of states left and challenged Trump to a debate. Freezing rain and snow are causing headaches for millions of Americans in the Midwest today. The National Weather Service says icy roads and possible power outages are possible from Kansas up to Maine. Illegal immigrants continue to enter the country across the southern border, but a bipartisan border deal could soon be coming. Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins says the price tag will likely pass $14 billion. But some GOP lawmakers want to see the text of the bill before they consider it. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. 
So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Minutes before the top of the hour, Roy Murdoch, Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online, joins us now. Hey, Roy, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Bill. How are you? Hey, I'm I'm doing terrific. I'm uh, eyeing the results of Iowa. I've been looking at uh, the numbers here. Uh, gosh, it was such a resounding success for the former president. It sent uh, you know both uh, Ramaswamy and. Uh, and Asa Hutchinson, uh, you know, to the sidelines very quickly, and I'm sure has uh, Nikki Haley and uh, Ron DeSantis, you know, considering their future and trying to figure out, okay, is this worth continuing this fight, or do we save some of our ammo and powder for 2028? Yeah, ner- ner- <laughs> nervous Nikki and uh, rickety Ron, I suppose you might say. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a, an incredible. Uh, victory on the part of Donald J. Trump. He won mm-hmm. uh, 51%. Uh, he was about 30 points ahead of uh, Ron DeSantis, got, got about 21. Uh, Nikki Haley was about 19. Uh, Ramaswamy ended up at about 7.7, I believe, and he dropped out and endorsed Trump and appeared with him at a rally at New, in New Hampshire the next night. Uh, and this is the biggest uh, primary victory and competitive primary uh, since Bob Dole in 1988. I think he won by about a 13 percent margin. Uh, Trump won by 30, 30 right. percent. Exactly. Uh, out right. of the 99 counties in Iowa, he won 98 of them. Uh, he lost one county to Nikki Haley by one vote. One so vote. Would, Can you believe one that? One vote. <laughs> so people say one vote doesn't matter. Well, one vote does matter. And if I were Trump, I'd ask for a recount and see if he wins it. And of course, he'd have 99 out of 99 counties. But 98 out of 99, not bad. Well, that, that could be a Babylon. That could be a Babylon B. Uh, narrative there. He challenges exactly. <laughs> the caucus for one vote, right? <laughs> Precisely, right. And you have a yeah. screaming vote fraud, I suppose, right? Yeah, exactly. In any case, um, yeah, massive victory. And, uh, you know, you hear people like uh, Hillary Clinton and those on the left say, oh, it's, you know, people who support Trump, uh, Trumper, it's a cult. It's all a cult. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not many cults end up with, with more than half of the people voting, supporting somebody. Uh, exactly. This man is popular. In the GOP base, uh, he is uh, somebody. I think a lot of people who voted for him are just uh, hungry for uh, the days where we actually had a, a strong leader, rather than somebody who is like Joe Biden, who's uh, gone from being uh, weak to being invisible. Um, I think mm-hmm. on Monday. I think it was on Monday. Uh, the White House called the lid at 10:06 a.m. That means there'd be no more news coming out of the White House at 10 a.m., which basically means mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, essentially means I guess he came to work at nine and left at 10. So you know, yeah, nothing right. like a one-hour day, right? Well, they they sent him on a. Search for Lloyd Tuesday. Austin. No, that wasn't on the holiday. That was on Tuesday, which is actually a work day. Yeah, yeah. He was looking for Lloyd Austin. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
I think uh, we go on to New Hampshire. We'll see what happens uh, next week. But uh, certainly uh, Donald J. Trump comes out of New Hampshire with a tremendous head of steam with uh, an absolute uh, record uh, victory in, in Iowa and something that uh, of which he ought to be, prized, uh, ought to be proud and of which his uh, rivals ought to be uh, more than a bit concerned. Well, there's no question. I mean, uh, look at uh, caucus goers without a college degree, double digits, 62 percent. Similar results with those who consider themselves very conservative, 58 percent. Rural voters, 58 percent. Women, his, his numbers with women uh, doubled. I, I mean, you know, and, and all, all women in America hate Donald Trump. You know, that's the narrative that Joe Biden right. has been putting out there. I mean, what uh, what Donald Trump has done uh, obviously has had effect at Davos because uh, you've got the CEO of BlackRock, uh, you know, shaking in his boots, uh, saying that, you know, a Trump victory, a Trump presidency would be damaging, you know, uh, you know, to the world. Well, of course, what he means is it's damaging to the World Economic Forum and the plan and the globalist plans that they have. But meanwhile, the world has been, um, you know, with the uh, anemic showing of America on the world stage. Look what's happening to Roy. I mean, the world really is looking to America for its uh, its moral standing, its leadership. You know, we, we went through this experience after eight years with Barack Obama, what he did to this country internationally, what he did to the other nations. And then here comes uh, Donald Trump, and in short order, you know, he brings, and it was amazing how the international community, lest people forget, how they altered their course, and they they suddenly found their backbone. Um, I mean, it was it was quite amazing. I mean, even at NATO, I mean, look mm-hmm. look what he did, the successes that he had there, and mm-hmm. what he did in in quieting, uh, you, you know, Rocket Man and holding Xi in into place, and Putin, Putin that mm-hmm. uh, supposedly he was his puppet and all that. Uh, you know, should you want to believe the narrative of the mainstream media, right? Well, this is uh, what you're discussing is what uh, the results are of, of something called leadership, and a little right. bit of leadership will go a long way. Uh, you know, Trump was there for four years, and as you say, the North Koreans were uh, detonating uh, atomic devices, doing underground tests. That stopped. Uh, Russia basically didn't cross any borders. They stayed within their own borders, which uh, they didn't do under Obama, which they didn't do under Biden, as you well know, attacking Crimea under Obama, attacking right. uh, Ukraine under uh, Biden. Uh, in the you know, Middle East is always just a, a a seething cauldron of chaos, and uh, by the time Trump left uh, Israel, he had helped Israel negotiate peace agreements with uh, Bahrain, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Sudan, which had been on the terrorist watch list, by a terrorist uh, uh, State Department list of uh, state sponsors of terrorism, and with Morocco. So you had four Middle East peace agreements, the Middle East of, of all places calming down, and of course our southern border was uh, not completely stitched shut, but, but uh, the crossings were, illegal crossings were brought down to a trickle. Uh, Trump leaves, Biden comes in, and what do you see? The borders are ripped wide open like like a like a gutted fish. Uh, you've got Ukraine and, and Russia fighting in this ongoing standoff that's approaching two years running. Um, the Middle East is completely on fire with uh, cruise missiles being shot at U.S. ships with the, the Houthi uh, uh, terrorists mm-hmm. uh, basically shutting down the Red Sea. Uh, major companies like Shell and, and others moving their oil tankers not to go through the Suez Canal, but all the way around Africa, which uh, takes time, costs money. And by the way, if you're worried about global warming, also increases the CO2 because you're using a lot more fuel to get around the Horn of Africa. I think I calculated about an extra 25, 26% more CO2. So if you're right. worried about that, then that's not good. Uh, and then the Chinese are belligerent. 
who knows what they're going to do in Taiwan. Uh, and so uh, after uh, Joe Biden's not been there three years yet, pretty close, but almost just under three years. And uh, the place is in flames. The place is a complete yeah. wreck. Right. And this is what yes. happens when you've got a president who, uh, you know, I think he's had four public events so far this year. He's had, a, I've heard this morning, no public events at the White House this year so far. And it's just one vacation after another day off, after another trip to the Beach House, another trip to Camp David, another trip to uh, his home in Wilmington. Uh, and he seems completely disengaged, invisible. His Secretary of Defense finally has left the hospital. I hope he gets better. But uh, he was there for about two weeks and for a good four, four full days. Uh, the President of the United States, the Secretary of State, the National Security Advisor, and nobody else knew this man was in the intensive care unit uh, suffering from pancreatic cancer. And the exactly. didn't know that he had pancreatic cancer uh, for a full 18 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically have a um, you know, lights-on-nobody's-home policy exactly. in the United States of America, and that is an extremely destabilizing element in global affairs today. Is it pancreatic or prostate cancer? Oh, forgive me. I said I said prostate. I, I said oh, okay. Forgive me. It was prostate. <laughs> prostate. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Okay. I, I thought, well, I'm, did I, yeah, did I miss the headline here? Yeah. That's much more survival. survival oh, than pancreatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You had to pick between the two. You'd want prostate cancer, not pancreatic, uh, which can bring you down in three, four weeks, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the other thing, too, speaking of recovery. Yes. Amen. And uh, the other thing, too, is that uh, the Biden administration has finally uh, found their backbone and they're going to designate the Houthis as uh, as a terrorist group. Uh, yes, and, and one of the first things Biden did, I think within about the first uh, two weeks or so of his presidency, was to take the Houthis off the terrorist uh, uh, official list of terrorist uh, entities. Why he did that is a mystery. I, th- I suppose maybe just to uh, satisfy or appease the Iranians who he's been uh, you know, trying to um, kiss up to since he got there. Uh, and they keep saying they're going to, oh, we're going to put them back on the list. We're going to put put them back on the list. Just put them on the list. What? Just stop, yeah. stop tell, saying you're thinking. Put them on the damn list. I mean, they've been, I think the number I've seen uh, this morning was 138 attacks on uh, U.S. positions and ships in the, uh, in the Middle East since, I think, mm-hmm. October 17th, and that's been being done by the Houthis attacking our positions in Syria. In Iraq, I mean, do we have to have 150 before they're put back on the terror list? 175, 200, is that the magic number? I mean, they never should have been taken off the terrorist list. Right. Put them back on the, on the bloody terrorist list and do it today. Do it now. Don't keep announcing exactly. we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. Put them on the bloody list. And I think that triggers some specific actions in terms mm-hmm. of sanctions and so on, and, and those ought to be applied immediately. Frankly, what they need to do is get some uh, bombers and go in and just destroy the positions from which their rockets are being launched. I mean, it, yeah, I, I mean we have the satellite yeah, you drones. Would, Find them yeah. and flatten them, period. Yeah, What's exactly. Got to go to break. More from DeRoy after this. Stay with us. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
Call 800-559-7562. That's 800-559-7562. If you're 65 or older and Medicare is your main source of insurance, pay close attention right now and listen for details on how you may save thousands of dollars on your health care costs. Did you know that Medicare can pay for things like dental visits, home delivery of drugs, even a gym membership? Call us right now and learn how to unlock all your Medicare benefits. Medicare and supplemental plans that we provide can even offer you drug coverage with zero copays and pay for transportation to your doctors. Medicare plans can offer you wonderful money-saving benefits, but you've got to call now. We'll help you get the most out of your Medicare. Make this free, no-obligation call now. Save a ton of money on your health care costs and get the code to unlock all your earned Medicare benefits. Paid for by Senior Choice Plan. 800-796-3954 800-796-3954 That's 800-796-3954 People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-928. 8822 or visit extendivite.com that's x-t-e-n-d-o-v-i-t-e dot com extend your life with extendovite what are you going to do with your old car you can try selling it you could junk it or you could donate it to heritage for the blind your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. with the America 14 minutes before the top of the hour. Bill Martinez continues with you along with DeRoy Murdoch, Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online. DeRoy, I'm with you. I mean, um, with, with all the technology and everything that we have, I mean, why are we piddling with them? And then also, why are we continuing to piddle with Iran? Uh, Iran is the source of all this chaos and everything. And I understand that, uh, you know, we want to be careful and not to ignite this. But meanwhile, we're like uh, dealing, you know, it's like we're dealing this with, with, a, with a Band-Aid. 
you know, as opposed to just going. I mean, because if you squash, if you squash Iran, this this stuff's going to quiet down, isn't it? I mean, because they're the rebel rouse, they're the key, they're the linchpin to all this. Yeah, well, they're they're the, they're the folks pulling the puppet strings for sure. Uh, right. You say band aids, more like maybe a cotton swab with a drop or two of alcohol on it. I mean, it's, it's right. nothing being applied there. And look, uh, the Houthis are in Yemen. This is not like Gaza, where you've got a big urban center with, with buildings all right next to each other, like, like in Rockefeller Center or Midtown Manhattan, and you want to be careful with uh, killing civilians and all that. Yemen is basically a giant open desert. So I, I don't think we should, should be terribly shy about figuring out where are these where the rockets are being launched and find them and just demolish the rocket launchers. And by the way, uh, demolish the rocket launchers along with the people uh, launching the rockets. You know, we want to kill the Houthi terrorists as well. And right. uh, we ought to be sending in uh, fighters and bombers and just blow them out of the, out of the sand. And you right. can do that without killing a bunch of civilians. So uh, this should have happened uh, after the first, second, or third uh, Houthi mm-hmm. missile uh, rocket got launched at us. We've had, as I say, uh, uh, hundreds of rockets thrown at us, 138 different attacks mm-hmm. on U.S. positions, uh, U.S. Navy ships. There was a, I believe, a U.S. Navy ship uh, uh, targeted with a cruise missile. Thankfully, it, it missed. Uh, my fear is that one of these missiles is, or rockets uh, is going to hit exactly. one of our uh, Navy vessels, and it's going to sink, and it's going to take uh, uh, hundreds of U.S. sailors down to the bottom of the Red Sea. And then what are we going to do? Then we're going to be in a state of war with Iran. So much better to take care of this while it's manageable than wait and wait. Something terrible happens, mm-hmm. a mini Pearl Harbor, and uh, we've got to go in and, and you know send troops into Iran or, or start a uh, you know, nonstop B-52 bombing campaign on exactly. Iran. I think the easiest thing to do with Iran is uh, do what, send a message as Trump did. Mm-hmm. When he uh, droned and killed uh, Qasem Soleimani, who was the head of the uh, Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard Corps, and uh, that was um, they calmed down a lot after that. I think that really yeah, they quieted down for a couple of years. They, it? They, I mean, they turned yeah. really well behaved boys and girls over there, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Biden needs to stop being such a cream puff and and mm-hmm. use this these uh, military assets for which we taxpayers pay so many billions and deploy mm-hmm. them to get the Iranians you know back. You know, back into a cage. My fear is I, had, I was at dinner um, back in, uh, I think, December, and we went around the table what were our predictions for 2024. And I said my big prediction was that I fear that the Islamic Republic of Iran sometime in 2024 will test an atomic device. And uh, if they join the nuclear club, it is going to make everything in the world so much more difficult and so, uh, make all of our calculations that much harder if we think at any point the Iranians either can put a rocket with a an atomic mm-hmm. bomb on top and land it in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, or for that matter, put it into a suitcase and have somebody come across the U.S. border mm-hmm. and set it down somewhere in Grand Central Station and you know hit the timer and have the thing go off. And there goes New York City, including me, mm-hmm. by the way. I'll probably disappear in the mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is serious business, and uh, Biden and company are totally relaxed. Uh, under Biden, the um, by my calculations, uh, Biden is either... Uh, uh, sent to Iran or unfrozen or somehow or another made available to the Iranian uh, mullahs in Tehran, uh, $87 billion. Exactly. $87 billion. Yeah. You know how much, a lot of money. Uh, how much damage yeah. and terrorism and chaos you can uh, create for $87 billion? And Trump, when he left, I think they had um, foreign currency reserves of $3 billion. So yes. uh, Biden has pumped that up by $84 billion on top yeah. of that, which is just abominable. Yeah, Biden been very, very good to the mullahs, no doubt very, about very it. Very good to the Italians. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and the deal is, is that uh, here we are uh, left with this mess. And uh, Barack Obama promised us that uh, there was no way that Iran was ever going to go nuclear, right? 
And then Joe Biden tried to echo the same thing and going, well, what are you doing about it? Meanwhile, they could just keep progressing and getting closer and closer, you know, to being full-blown nuclear. And I'm with you and your prediction of 2024. I agree. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, but we've got to, you know, we've got to be proactive. And I guess this is the point of all this. And uh, and, and Joe Biden, uh, just like Barack Obama, didn't know about being proactive. Everything with them was always reactive. I mean, this is why why we got Crimea. This is why we got Ukraine, Russia. Uh, you know, I mean, this, this whole situation has just been uh, I mean, this is a, a breakdown in leadership. And this is why, you know, um, you know, vote, uh, elections matter when you get this kind of leadership. And it seems to be very consistent. You, we, we have enough experience with the Democratic Party to know what the Democratic Party is going to deliver to the American people and to the world, and uh, there's not a whole lot of good that I can see coming out of it. Not good at all. And uh, under Obama, Biden, and now under Biden, um, there's just this, this desperate desire to uh, uh, conclude and, and, and uh, implement the Iran nuclear deal. And then Biden wants to get back into it. I don't know if he's changed his mind um, lately, but he has been desperate to get the Iran nuclear deal going. And I don't know why they would. I mean, the Iran nuclear deal, among other things, uh, does not allow any U.S. inspectors on the ground. The inspectors have to be from other countries. Number one. Number two. U.S. or forgive me, Iranian military sites are off limits. I mean, why? would you look for atomic weapons on a military base? I mean, why would you look there, right? right. So you're not allowed right. to go on any military bases. And then if they do find a place, let's just say it's a hospital and they think, they think hey, there's some, some atomic program going, mm-hmm. on, uh, going on there. Uh, the Iranians had, I think the number was 21 days, if not 27 days, uh, where they could block the uh, inspectors and you know, clean that stuff out, you know, haul it out through tunnels or whatever. And then after right. you know, three weeks, okay, you guys can come in now. What, what kind of garbage is that? Who negotiates a deal like that? It should be, we're going to go anywhere we want. Americans will be there. And as soon as we see something, we march in, period. Now you've got three weeks to hide the evidence. And so Obama and Biden wave this around as this brilliant agreement. And, of course, the thing is just shot through with holes with, with a, an inspection regime that's laughable. Uh, Mike Pompeo, when he was a congressman, uh, discovered that this uh, so-called agreement or treaty, whatever you want to call it, was an executive agreement, I think, of the term, wasn't even signed. There's no signature on it. Now, you wouldn't get an estimate for uh, installing an air conditioner without getting a signed estimate from the uh, HVAC guy. Right, exactly. Biden got this nuclear deal with the uh, Iranians, and there are no signatures on it. It's not signed. It's unbelievable. Unreal. The whole thing is laughable and and should give the American people a sense of uh, what the Democrat uh, uh, prerogatives now, which are basically uh, appeasement and something bordering on um, surrender at all costs, and and not the peace through strength, which is what this country needs, which we had under Donald J. Trump, which we'll have Mm -hmm. under Donald J. Trump if he's reelected in November. And I think you'll see the situation calm down when we lead with strength uh, rather than uh, decline. Exactly. Well, and we need to we need to understand something else too, DeRoy, that uh, has kind of fallen by the wayside here, and that is when uh, Biden decided to go ahead and uh, execute a campaign there toward Yemen and toward Yemen and the Houthis. That you had uh, the UK uh, giving them a two hour advance warning. What, what's up with that? I mean, nobody has said anything since then. Yeah, that was surprising. The, the Brits are usually very, very good about 
clamming up. You know, we did not mm-hmm. know about the uh, British having the Enigma machines. These are the, the machines that they used to crack Hitler's code uh, mm-hmm. World War II right. and read all the Nazi uh, military signals. Uh, they did not announce that publicly until 1972. That's 27 years after Hitler blew his brains out. And in this instance, the, the Brits are usually very discreet. I don't know why. Somehow or another, they blabbed this two hours before we went in, and the um, Houthis had, had two hours say, okay, let's all you know run into the bomb shelters or hide behind exactly. the or whatever. Uh, had it been a total surprise, we would have hit those military targets, and I think we would have killed a lot more of the Houthis than we did. I think they, the, the, the men, the soldiers, terrorists themselves, largely survived. I mean, they may have lost some of their equipment, but the goal there would have been to take out the equipment and take out the terrorists, and they exactly. had two hours notice to uh, hunker down, and, and that's very surprising and very disappointing uh, from the British, who are usually very, very, um, far better mm-hmm. than we are about uh, guarding their secrets. But, but no post, no post-reporting or accountability on this at all? No, I, you're I, asking for consequences, Bill. We live in a land yeah, without consequences, I'm sorry. so why, why would there be consequences yeah. to anything like that? <clears throat> yeah, silly me. we got about two and a half minutes left, and I did want to address uh, the Emmys. Uh, I was kind of surprised with the Nielsen ratings. Uh, not that high, but I thought this was probably one of the most recent uh, entertaining uh, Emmys that they had. Anthony Anderson, I got a kick out of his mom holding... <laughs> Holding the acceptance speeches and and, and kind of pushing things along, it, it was it, it was pretty 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 cute. And um, of course, uh, Anderson in his line, I love his line. He goes, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Costner, you know, he is from Compton. <laughs> so there was, you know, it, it was for the most part pretty entertaining. They got the trains uh, out of the port, you know, out of the stations. They arrived on time. Three hours, I thought the ratings were going to do a little bit better. But, of course, uh, one of the highlights that you write about is uh, Sir Elton John huh, winning an Emmy. Yeah, yeah, this is very exciting. So uh, Elton John won an Emmy for the uh, Disney Plus simulcast or streaming uh, mm. streaming cast, I don't know if that's a word, of the final concert he did in America, which was November of 2022. I happened, happened to be there personally at Dodger Stadium. Mm. It was a wonderful concert. And Disney, it was the very first time Disney Plus had done a live streaming uh, kind of event of that sort. It was beautifully directed, beautifully shot, the camera angles and the lights and everything were terrific. They had drones, they had helicopter shots. It was just gorgeous to watch. Mm. And it won an Emmy. And the even greater significance of that is that uh, by winning an Emmy uh, on uh, on Monday night, uh, Sir Elton John is now an EGOT, E-G-O-T. And EGOT refers to those people who won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And only 19 people total have done this. And they include people like Richard Rogers, the great composer of Rogers and Hammerstein, fame, uh, Rita Moreno, mm. uh, Whoopi Goldberg, believe it or not, uh, and Mel Brooks, Marvin Hamlish, who did the music for uh, the chorus line and so much, so many other uh, musicals. And now Elton John is in that esteemed company. So he's one of the 19 greatest uh, performing artists of all time. And I'm a big fan of his, and uh, I'm very, ha- very happy to see uh, Elton John uh, join the very uh, esteemed uh, class of uh, 18 other EGOTs on the planet. Exactly. So, uh, well, congratulations to, to Sir Elton John, no doubt about it. We'll Absolutely leave it there. Correct. Uh, DeRoy Murdoch, as always, we appreciate the time, my friend. He's the Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online, DeRoy Murdoch. Have a great one. Take care. You as well, Bill. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. 
and I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Do you know someone?